Not possible. You cannot. Here's the first one. I mentioned it earlier. Speak it. There is something you know. There's some experience you have. There's some expertise you possess that can add value to somebody else. And your speaking is one of the ways you get what's in your head to their heart. I am not saying everyone has to become a speaker. I am saying that to accomplish purpose, that you got to develop the skill of speaking. A football coach has to speak. A counselor has to speak. A teacher has to speak. A supervisor has to speak. A CFO has to speak. At some point, even a CFO has to be able to articulate the financial health of an institutional organization. And the clearer they are in communication, the clearer they are in communication, the better positioned and prepared management is to execute and accomplish the vision. Somebody put speaking. Now, I'm getting, ready, I'm getting ready to come here now. I'm getting ready to go here. You cannot allow your insecurities to talk you out of your assignment. Because some of you are saying, I can't speak. That's a limiting belief. That's exactly what Moses said. I'm, Moses is like, wait a minute. I, wait, 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 wait. Moses like, I'm, 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 I'm slow of speech. I can't speak. Who else? Jeremiah? I'm too young. Said, you I'm slow of speech. Gideon. He was insecure. And God's like, yeah, I know you are, but your insecurities are not an excuse not to accomplish your assignment. <laughs> He said, Moses, you got to do this. You have to do this. I mean, jump out. You have to do this. You don't have to be like the Apostle Paul. That's you got to do this. He had the head down, but he had to speak in the world. He had the pauses. He be like, in his, like how Kurt Franklin was. They on the zone. If you know something that can help somebody else, how can they get it if you don't tell them? Jesus. So you got speaking. That's one skill. That's the path. Everybody, there, there are a lot of people who say, I want to accomplish purpose, but nobody's willing to do, but very few people are willing to do what it takes to actually get better. Yes, <laughs> Proverbs says, the person with a dull axe has to use much strength. In other words, Instead of exerting a lot of energy trying to cut down a tree with a dull axe, spend some time sharpening the blade. That's Jesus. getting that. Speaking. Here's another area. Coaching. Use an inquiry or strategic dialogue to bring about a person. Use a strategic dialogue and inquiry to bring about a personal discovery that's going to move a person from where they are to where they need to be. This is exactly what Jesus did 
we look at all the teachings of Jesus, there are over 100 questions that Jesus asks in the New Testament coaching. Because if you don't learn the skill of coaching, all you're going to create is people that are codependent on you. Ooh. Yeah. Because when you're teaching, you can give them answers. You can give them information. When you're coaching, <laughs> when you're coaching, you're ushering them into a personal revelation. But this, what you, what you, what do you mean? What do you mean? What do you mean? I mean, we had this, uh, we had a bunch of dogs that, but this dog, something was wrong. Something was really wrong with this dog. This dog. A lot of dogs we said something was wrong with, one wrong with. No one wrong with this dog, but those dogs, but there was something wrong with this dog. <laughs> anyway, I remember one of the guys uh, came over to the church, came over from the church, and he's a dog trainer. And he was, um, he came over. I want you to catch this, and I'm about to talk about training in a minute. Although he could train the dog, he didn't want me codependent on him. Go sit down. So he coached me on how to train the dog myself. So if you were to ask him by profession, what are you? He would say, I'm a trainer. But you see, but the, a skill he used to help me was coaching. Okay. So I don't care what you do by trade. If you're going to accomplish purpose, you can be a teacher. You can be a pastor. You can be, you can be an entrepreneur. You can be a writer. You, it, but at some point, if you're going to help other people, it's one thing for you to write books. How do you help other people write? It's one thing to help people through the books you write, right? But how do you help other people write them? You can't without coaching. Yeah, yeah. Got it. Business there's speaking, there's coaching, there's training. And there are times where you got to train people. There's something you know how to do. <laughs> there's a skill and an expertise that you know how to do. But it's one thing for you to know how to do it. It's a completely different skill to be able to train someone else. If I want purpose, I got to develop those skills. But not only is there skill development, there's strategy. And I want to, can I give you some strategy? Please. So skill is what, what skills do I need to develop? Strategy is what strategy do I need to put in place? Are you ready for me to get practical? No, no, no. Are you ready for me to get practical? Can I tell you right now, I don't know who does this. I don't even know what program out there exists where there is purpose and profit. I don't even know where that exists. But can I tell you right now, 10 strategies you can use to accomplish purpose hey. and to create profit. I'm literally getting ready to tell you 10 different ways right here, on, <laughs> right here on this webinar. Who does that? I'm getting ready to give you 10 ways right now that you can accomplish part of your purpose and create profit where you can make a difference and make a dollar. Can I give you all 10? Difference in a dollar. Here they are. Number one, books. Working on that. 
right there's something in your head now and i feel this and some of you my question to you is why aren't you writing yet and I know why some of you aren't writing. One, you say, Dr. Darius, it's my time. It's I'm my, it's my. Right some of you have, some of you have book ideas already. Others of you don't even see yourself as a writer, but there's something that you know, and you don't like to speak. Put it in a book. So even though you got to improve the skill of speaking, you just don't see yourself as a speaker. So if you know something that can help somebody else and you don't see yourself as a speaker, how are they going to get the information? You got to write it. Because mm. some of you are wondering, am I an author? Wow, get up. You got food all over your face. Get up. And books are the most consistent form of information transmission throughout human history. It is the only consistent form that survives every age and era. I'm not laughing, Matron. Because you got all that stuff all over There were no days. iPods back in Bible days. There were no um, uh, DVDs. There were no cassettes. But there was parchment. There were books. In every era, there are books. And there's stuff you know. You can put in book form. One time, Les Brown was asked the question, Les, why do you, why do you write books? He tired. And Les said, I write books because I want to extend my influence beyond my personal presence. Whoa. I want to send my mind some places I can't go myself. That's why Paul wrote to all the different people. He couldn't get to all of them. And some of you, it's time to write, but here's the problem. You don't have a coach, you don't have a community, and you don't have content. When I say content, not content to write, but you don't have the right information on what's the right way to do the book. Should I do hard copy or should I do ebook? How long should it be? Who? Should I publish or should, should I self-publish or should, should I pursue a publisher? This is, this is why I know people keep they think I'm just beating a dead horse here, but this is what I mean when I say a coach and community and content is important. Because you need that coach to help you see you can write and this is what you should be writing about. You need that community who can help support, provide accountability and give you additional information. And you need the content so that you're not spending time creating something, writing something the wrong way, launching it the wrong way and not impacting the people you can impact. Yeah. Books. And there are books that exist on anything. You can write a book on hula hooping. Yep. He said oh, hula, hula hooping. Jesus. <laughs> that's true. He ain't lying. We can write Nobody's on Nobody's going to buy that book. See, that's a limiting belief. People yep. buy books on about everything. Yeah. Man, people write books about cats. Books. That's one way. I Here's saw another way. Somebody Podcast. write books on mosquitoes. Girl, like you said, you can write, you could do. Podcast. Man, it's no excuse. It's so. It's another way. Literally, with your computer, <laughs> your computer, your computer. Anyway, you have to have a set like this. Your computer and a mic. You can podcast because some of you like, some of you are conversational. In in um in my I got a program that's a transformational speaker and coach program, and one of the things we teach is we teach the different types of speakers so that you can see yourself 
in different types. Yeah, and some speakers are conversationalists. Yeah, and, and so what does it mean? It means that that you can give education through conversation. Yeah. Like you're not really into presentations, right. but you can sit down and talk. Right. I can do both. That's me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a presenter. Right? Yeah. I'm really good at it. It's that interviewer. Yeah. It's that broker. It's that Oprah. All right, Oprah, over there. And you can take a computer and a mic. That's and it. you can get on the right hosting platform, audio specifically, that will put ads on so that you don't have to hustle for ads you and buy an ads and solicit, solicit ads. There are certain platforms you can put your podcast on and they will put ads on your podcast as you get more traction. Creating revenue. And then you can use the podcast. Let's say you got a book and a podcast. Now you can use your podcast to add value to people and talk about your book. Who who gives this who gives this away? Nobody because I'm taking I'm going to do a podcast. One of my camera guys in here, Nick. Nick, who gives this away? Nobody. Because I'm going to do a podcast retreat in December, and it's a thousand dollars. Y'all see what I'm saying? So even if the podcast the podcast is going to make a difference. But even if it doesn't bring in the kind of profit you like, if you got other products you created, you can use the podcast to push people to to nice. those other products. Yeah. I gotta go. <laughs> coaching. That's another one. Coaching. All sorts of coaching. In our coaching program, we got all sorts of coaches. We got marriage coaches. We 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 in my inner circle. We got people who are going to be coaching other dog trainers on how to train dogs. It's all sorts of coaches. People are coaching people and natural hair, all, all kinds of coaching. Mindset coaching, resilience coaching, couples coaching. Confidence. Some marriages need counseling. A lot of them really need coaching. Mm. No. They need, I want you to catch that. They need counseling and coaching. Some of the people in them need counseling, but a lot of them collectively need coaching. You're right. Just stay there. I ain't with that. That's a must. That's a non-negotiable There's something you know you can help somebody else do. Nitri? There's something you can do yeah. that you can oh, help somebody else do. If you would just say, I can train you. I can help you do this. I can help you do that. Keynote. Here's another one. Keynoting. Keynoting. Some of you can speak. All of you can speak, but some of you can speak. And you can make a difference and a good dollar speaking. Yeah. No for you training. You already started last week. Consultant. Uh, don't for you services, yeah. Those are like your training yourself. Utilizing your expert expertise yeah, to help still, other individuals get a result yeah, or, or same, organizations get a result. Seven. Done for you services. Some of you right now, you do your own, you know how to do your own graphics. You know how to create your right. own funnel. You know how to create your own web page. You know how to create your own learning platform. There's stuff that you know how to do that people don't want to do or can't do themselves. And you literally can say, hey, I can do that for you. You don't know how to run Facebook ads. I know how to run Facebook ads. I can do that for you. You don't know how to write copy for emails. I know how to write copy for emails. I write copy for my own emails. I can do that for you. Eight, course creation. That's what I'm doing right I'm in the process of doing now. That's going to be my passion. Real estate investing. 
and then digital products. Don't do that. Do not do that. Guys, I just gave you Nick. Who does that? <laughs> Who's the last one, Mom? Uh, digital products, real estate investment. I just gave you ten ways. <laughs> Course creation. Oh yeah. Y'all yeah, don't want this. Y'all want this. Now, right now, I want you to put in the chat. Cause I hope some of you now are sick. I want you to put in the chat what you see now. What's it out, Beatrice? Oh no, I just didn't see. No, he didn't look it out. I just laid that out before you. Put in the chat. Like I, I, that, you 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 didn't see yourself doing it until I just laid it out for you. Yep. We ain't playing no drinking no more. Cause you're a sore loser. Come on, put in the chat. I didn't see. I didn't know I could podcast. I didn't know. I didn't know I could coach. I didn't know I could keep you know, I, I, I put it in the chat. Sit here. Guys, I'm wrapping up here. Now, now we're not stopping here. Because you got epiphanies. We need to go right to execution immediately. Yes, yes. We talked about the partnership between purpose and profit. I just gave you a plan. Execution. Now, uh, excuse me. I just gave you paths. Now, let's develop a plan right now. Extreme execution. Let's go. We're not playing any games. Let's go. If you fail to plan, you plan to fail. Let's let's talk about right now what you're going to do with this information. Listen to this. An hour of planning can save you 10 hours of doing. Jesus, man, that's facts right there. Come on, what's the plan? A goal without a plan is just a wish. Come on, let's, let's put a plan together. There are dreamers and there are planners. The planners make their dreams come true. How many ready to make some dreams come true? If that's you, say me. Well, I'm getting ready to give you a plan. Okay. See, I know some of you right now, like, I got to go back and rewatch this. I've got to. <laughs> you need to rewatch this over and over. Here, I'm going to give you a fourfold plan. I'm going to give it to you. It's up to you to run it. Here's a fourfold plan. I'm giving you the structure for the plan. Nick, who does this, Nick? Nobody knows. <laughs> who gives this? Who just who just who just gives this information, Nick? Nobody. Yeah. No, that was dollar sign behind it. In front of it. Yeah, but he can teach this, but this is not what he Here it is. Let me get this fourfold plan. Saying, yeah. Let's put he it together. Say, Here it is. Yeah. Number one. Mommy. Wants. That's that's the that's the first phase. Wants. What do you want? What do you want? No book. <laughs> I want you to put that in, not put in what chat. Do don't don't be don't be don't be don't be afraid. What you want? What do you want? Million dollars by Christmas. What do you want? What do you mean? What do I want, Doctor Dares? You mean what do I want to possess? Like what do I want to buy? What? No, you determine the want. What do you want? 
Come on, put it in the chat. Yeah, we're not waiting. We're not waiting until we get off. And I'm about, I'm about to wrap this up. But we're not waiting until we get off. So you can say you're going to circle back around to it. You aren't going to circle back around to it. You're going to get busy. No, right in the chat. What do you want? Some of you, some of you say, I want freedom. That's what I want. I want freedom. Some of you are like, I want peace. That's what I want. Some of you are like, I want fulfillment. I'm not fulfilled. I'm not content. I'm not super happy. Some of you are like, I want to take care of my family. Some of you just, you just, you sick with it. You're like, I want some money. That's right. That's right. You said, you said, I want some money. What do you want? That's, that's, that's your wants. That's part one. Guys, use this fourfold plan to achieve anything you want in life. Here's number two. Number one is your wants. Number two is the who. Now that you've said what you want, who do you need to become to get it? See, for some of you to get what you want, you got to become more assertive. You're too passive. So to get what you want, you got to be more assertive. For some of you, you got to become more resilient. You're discouraged too easily. For some of you, you got to become more focused. You're all over the place. Others of you, you got to set more boundaries. You let people run your life. And there's one sure way to miss your purpose, and that's by living your life doing everything that has nothing to do with it. Whoa. Put your fingers on your lips. Some of you, I need to become a better speaker. Some of you, I need to become a better trainer. Some of you, I need to become a better coach. What type of person gets what you want? See, some of us want stuff, and we haven't become the kind of person that gets that. Okay, here's number three. That's the who's. Who are the people you need to get what you want? <laughs> you know what you want, but who are the people you need to get what you want? If you confuse, let me tell you, you need a coach. You need more than friends. Some of you <laughs> coaches give you speed. Coaches give you wisdom without the pain of experience. Coaches take what they've learned in decades and they condense it into days. They can have one 30 minute conversation with you that releases wisdom that it took them 30 years to learn. You need a coach. That's the who's. You need a community. That's the who's. You need to be around like-minded people that are also serious about purpose and profit. And some of you are in communities that are serious about profit, but they're not serious about purpose. They don't see people as image bearers of God. They see people as dollar signs. And some of you have community 
that cares a lot about purpose, but they don't understand the importance of profit. So everybody's chasing purpose, but they're not free to pursue purpose. They don't have the funds to actually support causes that they care about. So they have visions in their heart and they have to spend their whole life going to other people, asking and expecting other people to fund something that doesn't matter as much to other people, but it matters to them. Who are the people you need to get what you want? I can't get you what you want. And then last but not least, number four, <laughs> what are you going to do to get what you want? You told me, you wrote in the chat, you told me what you want. And you know what you need to do to get what you want. You know this, you know the, per, you know, I need to become a certain kind of person. You know, I need certain people in my life. You know, I need a coach. I need a community and I need the right content. I need I need somebody who can help me skip steps. I'm not trying to just do this by myself. I can't just YouTube this. I, I need right information. Jesus. So you know what you want. You know, you need to become a different version of yourself to yes. get it. And you know you need a coach and a community to do it. So here's number four. What are you going to do? What are you going to do to get what you want? I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you what you're going to do. I don't know what category you're in, but there's one group. You know what they're going to do? There's one group that's going to watch this webinar, get all of this information, have their heart stirred, and you know what they're going to do? They're going to do nothing. Jesus. Yeah. Like the one that was sitting on there with the... Yeah, I can't believe that. Yeah, they're going to do nothing. Yeah. They're going to sit. They're going to soak. They're going to take this information. This information is going to give them inspiration, but that inspiration is not going to lead to execution. They are going to soak up and be saturated with this information and inspiration. And, the, and they are not going to engage in taking the step that they need to take. They're, a large portion of people do Nothing. That's not a judgment. That's not saying that they're That's bad based. people. It's just saying truth That's based facts. on facts. That's facts on, with stats. <laughs> that's, that's what. Mm -hmm. But I want somebody that's not average to put in the chat, not me. Not me. Not me. Not me. Not me. I'm tired of doing nothing. Mm -hmm. I'm tired of doing nothing. I used to have these courses and then I used to read books and listen, watch courses where there would be like a learning exercise at the end. Or they say, hey, write this or do this. And I would always skip that part saying, I'm going to come back around and do it. And I never came back around and did it. And I realized it's not information that changes my life. It's execution. 
Even listen, the Bible says the word don't even work if unless you work it. Unless you work it. That's the Bible. <laughs> the Bible says the Bible won't work for you unless you work it. James says, do not just be hearers of the word and so deceive yourself. Be doers also. Wow. So one group's going to do nothing. Here's what another group's going to try to do. This is group two. Group two is going to try to do it alone. They don't understand the importance of interdependence, that you have been wired, that you, your divine design is interdependence, that there are gifts, talents, expertise, experience that other people have that we do not have. And it's through our relationships with them that we get to benefit from what they have that we do not have. So people that, are, that don't understand that, they try to do it alone because their whole life they've been figuring things out themselves. But you can't optimize if you're operating independently. You cannot be your best self by yourself. It's going to take you too long to figure it out. It's going to cost you too much to figure it out. Listen to me, guys. One of my coaches teaches me, you always pay. You pay for knowing or you pay for not knowing. Did you hear what I just said? You pay for knowing or you pay for not knowing. Yep. Yep. Try to do it alone. You don't have time to try to figure this out yourself. To make those mistakes yourself. Now, here's what successful people do. Here's what the exceptions do. Here's what people who actually live purpose-driven lives do. Here's what people who actually design their dream life do. Here, here is what the elite do. Because I don't believe you want to be in group number one that does nothing. I believe you're too smart to be in group number two that tries to do it alone. Here's what you need. This is what the elites do. They get in group three. What, what happened? What's the third option? Get help. So I can't be my best self by myself. I want to get help. I got to get help. And I want to ask you something. Have you spent your whole life investing in everything but you? You've invested in family, which you should. Some of you invested in church, which you should. But all that's somebody else's vision. Have you ever invested in you? And I want to tell you something. If you want help with purpose and profit, if you want a coach, if you want community, if you want content, if you are ready to say, I'm going to increase, I'm ready to increase my fulfillment and I'm ready to increase my profits. If you are ready, if you are ready to say, you know what? I want to make a difference and a dollar. If you are ready 
to get out of the sidelines and get into the game. If you're ready to do some walking and not just talking, if you're ready to be a spectator, to be a participator, not a spectator, if you're ready to actually put your family in a position where they free, if you're ready to shift generations, if you're ready to get freedom, if you're ready to have fulfillment, if you're ready to get to a place in your life where you can wake up and say, I get to do, not I have to do. If you're not ready for that, then the rest of this is not for you. But if you're ready for that, I got something for you. It's called Purpose and Profit Academy. I have created an eight-week training program designed to help accelerate your purpose and your profits. I need eight weeks with you. Me and my team need eight weeks with you. And if you will give us eight weeks and you will do the work, we can position you to find freedom, find fulfillment so that you can walk in purpose and at the same time create profits. This is your time. These next eight weeks can set you up for the next eight years. I said these next eight weeks can set you up for the next eight years. In eight weeks, this is what myself and my team are going to train you on. First of all, I'm going to take you through a purpose clarity clinic. Because some of you think you're clear and you're not. Some of you know you're not clear and you need help. And others of you, you're clear and you're shifting. And I've done shifting. And so I want to help you shift well. Because some of you know some things you are gifted to do, but you don't, you're not clear on what you're supposed to do. So I'm literally going to walk you through a clinic where I help you get clear. This is one thing people can say about Darius. They can say he clear, though. They may say they may say a lot of different things. But one thing they will say is he clear. And I know how to help you get there. And yes, you need to pray, but you got to do more than that. And I know some of you fast, but you got to do more than that. There's a process that you need to go through to get clarity. I'm going to give you that. And then we got all of these areas that we're going to train you in. And you decide which one you will and won't implement. We're going to train you how to walk in purpose and profit through podcasting. Because we do that. We're going to teach you how to walk in purpose and profit through books. So that you don't have to figure out how do I do this on my own. We're going to help you go through purpose, have purpose and profit on, on utilizing webinars, master classes, and keynote speeches. You can change the world from your computer. I'm doing it. From your house. Purpose and profit through developing your brand. I'm not all into that. Listen, that's not about fame. That's not about when they talk about brand. This is about what you're known for. So listen to this, guys. People need to know what to come to you for. They need to know what problem you've been anointed and equipped to help them solve. 
And some of you are known as one thing, but God is shifting you. And now you got to reintroduce yourself to others. They know you as an accountant. Now you're, you're, you're shifting into something else. So there's got to be brand. Purpose and profit through courses. How to take what you know and put it in the form of a course. Purpose, purpose and profit through coaching. Purpose and profit through speaking. Who does this, Nick? Eight weeks. This is intense. It's for the serious, not curious. Every week, there's weekly training videos. So training videos dropped on demand for you where you get trained and you can watch it at your leisure. You can watch it as much as you want. But then in addition to that, there's also a weekly implementation coaching group. So there's weekly implementation coaching. So you'll get a training on purpose and podcasting on first part of the week. And then the next part of the week, you get together on Zoom and we coach you on how to implement what we trained you on in the first part of the week. You also get access to a private Facebook community. That's the community part. You get bonus cheat sheets, ebooks, and learning guides. And I'm giving this. I'm giving this. I just, I just, this is, this is, Nick, who does all of this, Nick? Give you an exclusive invitation to my Thrive 22, 2022 live event in November the 4th. November the 4th through the 5th in Atlanta. I'm spending two days with people that are in my programs. So I've got my inner circle. I've got my TCP, Transformational um, Certification Program. We train and certify coaches and speakers. I know some of you are like, I want, I want to get in that. That's not, I'm not, that's not open. <laughs> some of you are like, I want to get your inner circle. That's not open. Open it later. You can get in. That's not open. And I got people in Daniel's there. I got all three of my groups coming together. And I'm spending two days. And I got some of my friends and associates spending two days. It's going to be the best faith-based, personal, and entrepreneurial development event out there. And it's, you can only get in it if you're in Daniel's Den, TCP, or I3. But for people who are part of Purpose and Profit Academy, I'm going to give them entrance. Entrance to that alone is worth this program. Now, if you're going to learn how to, per how to, uh, how to accomplish purpose, meaning impact people and make, make a difference and a dollar through podcasting, make a difference and a dollar through books, make a difference and a dollar through webinars, master classes, and keynotes, make a difference and a dollar through developing your brand, make a difference and a dollar through courses, make a difference and a dollar through coaching, make a difference and a dollar through speaking. If you're going to learn all of that, how much is that worth? If you were getting these individually, uh, how much would they be? $75,000. I'm going to tell you what they'd be. If they were without a community, if they were courses, they would be between $997 and $1997. Not $9.97, but $997. And it would be between $1,000 and $2,000 just per, for one of these. Yep, per course. Because yep. I, know, I know people who have these. Yep. So this means then that the total value, let's go on the low end. 
let's let's not even say the 1997. Let's not say the 2000. Let's go to 1000. So the total value then of this program is easily nine thousand nine hundred ninety-seven. Yeah, so it's, it's all easily, about ten thousand. Yeah, easily. Because you get all of this individually, easily, easily assist. Corner and set up the next generation so that every generation isn't starting over. And if you're going to be the one, some stuff in the, Dan listen to me, some stuff in the Daniels bloodline stopped and shifted with this generation, with, 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 with your boy right here, right here. So I want you to put in this chat, if that's you, put that's me. That's me. That's me. I might not be the only one in my family that shifted, but I'm going to be one of the ones Please. in my family that shifts it. Stream. That's me. So I want to congratulate you. I want to celebrate you. You know, the most important Please. investment, one of the most important investments you can Stream. make is the investment you make in yourself and your willingness to make an investment in yourself in the present tells me what you really believe about your future. Okay. Y'all, did y'all catch that? Your behavior, listen mm. to me, your mm. behavior is telling you what you believe. Mm. Some people are like, I believe God's going to do great things. No, you don't. No, you don't. Yep. No, yeah, I'm your coach tonight. It's, it's the last night. It's spicy all night. Yep, I'm just telling it like it T-I is all night. Somebody just put a pepper in the chat. That's, a, <laughs> that's it. It's, it's going to be spicy. I, I'm believing God is going to do some amazing things in my life. No, you not. Because James says, faith without works is dead. And this is what James says. He says, I will show you my faith come on. by my works. Come on. Come on. Come on, guys. Come That's on. the book. Come on. James says, I will show you my faith by my works. Meaning, James is saying, some stuff we call in faith is like wishing and spiritual optimism. Mm -mm -mm. A wish is not faith. Somebody just put owl in the chat. What is wrong with him today? Somebody, Nick, come get him, Nick. <laughs> come get him, Nick. <laughs> Faith is not a wish. Mm. Anybody can have a wish. Anybody can be optimistic. It's going to work out. That's optimism. That's not faith. Faith is a conviction. It's a persuasion. It's a conviction. That is in a belief that is so persuasive <laughs> that it produces a corresponding action. So your belief is seen in your behavior. If you really believe it's going to rain, you're going to build the ark. And if you really believe that God can and wants to use you in incredible ways, you will be building you. Come on now. I'm doing it. That's on period. That's on that's that's that's, that's on, on period. That's on Mary had a little lamb. So that's what this is about, man. That's what these these three nights are about. And I'm excited. I got some new, there's just something that just hit me today. And I said, man, let me just share this with y'all. And shout out to my team. Y'all put some fire in the chat for the team. You don't go as far as your dream. You go as far as your team. When I was doing VIP on last night, I looked here in the studio and I saw that they had the studio set up and ready for me to do general. And I said, guys, I told them uh, I'm doing a replay in general. And they was like, hey, we know how you shift. We know how you pivot. We ready just in case. I was like, I'm glad they think this way because I got something I got to say tonight and I'm getting ready to say it all. 
I'm getting ready to say, somebody put in the chat, say it all. Say it all, say it all, say it all. I, I, I think, yeah, some of you, hopefully you watched the replay again and again. Uh, some of you saw it again, it played for some of you last night. Uh, my team told me some of you were complaining. I don't know why. I, I, I don't know why. I told y'all the first night I was going to give you all three nights in one night. I did that. Oh. I did exactly what I said. And I said that there will be people who wouldn't be able to see it the first night. And I was going to replay it. And here's the truth. You can't get it all in one night. Do you want to be entertained? Or you want to go to the next level? I'm going to say that one more time. Do you want to be entertained or you want to go to the next level? Don't let what you think you know get in the way. Don't let what you do know get in the way of what you don't know. Sometimes you got to have repetition so that you can get a revelation. So that re that, that replay, we did that on purpose. Wanted to serve y'all. But I got something fresh tonight, and I want to share this with you. This thought hit my heart. Shifting with your gifting. And um, guys, let me tell you something. I remember this, this was 2017. Somebody put 2017, put that in the chat, 2017. This is 2017. We had just finished four New Year's Eve services at Change Church. Did y'all hear what I just said? Four, F-O, four New Year's Eve services at Change Church. I started at West Hampton, went to Ewing, went back to West Hampton, did another service, then went to Ewing. Jam-packed, people everywhere. Incredible night, average pastor's dream. The next morning, which was New Year's Day, my pastor called me. He said, hey, Darius, how'd it go last night? I was like, it went, it went good. He said, tell me about it. I told him about it. And he said, what's wrong? You don't seem excited. I said, Pastor, I'm grateful and I'm, and I'm frustrated at the same time. I'm confused. Have you ever, let, 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 me, let me just pause it. I want to ask you a question. Have you ever felt like you've been confused about you? <laughs> Come on, no. I mean, I mean, it's one thing like to be confused with someone else. But like, have you ever been confused about you? I was like, Pastor, I feel like I'm confused because I really tried to check my heart. And it's not that I'm unappreciative. I, I you know, I, I, I understand what a responsibility and a privilege it is to be trusted by God to steward and to influence so many people. That there are people who just want one full service. We had to do four. So I get that. So I don't want to come off like I'm not grateful. And I've really been checking my heart. I am appreciative. But if I'm honest, something missing. Have you ever been there? I, want, I just want to know if I am the only one. But have you ever been at a place in your life where you're like, I know I'm blessed. I know I have it a lot better. I know I'm a lot better off than other people. I know there are people who would love to trade problems with me in a, they, they would do it in a minute. 
I'm aware of that. And I'm so grateful. God, I don't want to be unappreciative. But God, if I'm honest. Something missing. Yep. I feel like there's more. Yeah. Woo! Come on. I felt that thing right Come there. On. Somebody on. just put more in the chat. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I, I don't even know if y'all understand the courage it took me to say that out loud. It felt like when I said it, it felt greedy. It felt, I, it, it, it didn't make me feel good, but I had to be honest. I'm grateful for all of this, but I feel like there's more. Yeah, yeah. What I was dealing with was holy discontent. It is when God creates a holy dissatisfaction where you're not unappreciative for what you have, but you're operating in expectation of what God's getting ready to do. Watch this. But he hadn't let you know what next is. Mm -hmm. So I'm okay. Am I, the, am I the only one? Have you ever been there? You're like, I feel like there's more. And I feel like there's something and I feel like I'm clear. I'm a little bit frustrated where I am, but I don't know what I'm supposed to do. <laughs> Is that you? Is God all in your Kool-Aid right now? Right? That's what I want to know. Is he like literally like, it's like, man. And I would have these moments where I felt like, okay, yeah, I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to do this. And, you know, I think that's it. And then I start pursuing it. It's like, nah, I guess that, that that's not it. And I'm really trying to hear God. You feel me? Like, I'm not just trying to just run out here and do stuff. I'm like, God, uh, tell me what to do. And I feel like I get an idea. I'm like, this God. Y'all tell my wife about it. This God. <laughs> so remember guys it's january I'm trying to figure this out all the way up to may may watch what happens in may now somebody put may in the chat may in may i'm speaking at a conference in greenville south carolina I spoke the night before I was supposed to leave out earlier that day, excuse me, earlier the next day. So I spoke the night before I was supposed to leave out the next morning going somewhere else. Something told me to stay another day. I love church, but I do church for a living. So, you know, just sitting in church another, you know, that some told me I knew it wasn't the devil telling me the devil definitely not telling me to stay in church. Right. So it had to be God. So I stay a day. I go to a session and there's a guy speaking. He's in heaven. His name's Tony Miller. He passed away recently. He's in heaven now. And he's speaking. I've known him for years. He's not one of those deep guys that always, you know, you know, somebody always got a word. It's like, man, God just always talking to you about everybody but you. He didn't say nothing to you. He didn't. He didn't. 
I see a lot of stuff he need to be talking to you about. He ain't talking to you about none of that. But anyway, uh, just somebody just put a pepper, put a pep in there. It's it's spicy tonight. It's spicy tonight. So Tony Miller speaking, guys. He's never been the saith whatever to me, and he's literally in his message. You know, I could tell someone's wrestling a little bit, and he looked over to me. He said, "Darius, I don't know why this is on my heart, but it will not leave me for you." God told me to tell you, it is not this or that. It is this and that. You are wrestling with a decision and you think you have to choose one or the other. And he said, the word is, is not this or that. It's this and that. It freed me. Because in 2014, I began my coaching journey, meaning I got trained, I got certified. And the only place that I used it was inside our church with the leaders on our team. Because it's a skill. It don't have to be a business. It's a skill that can take your already existing business to another level. Easy, easy. It adds, it's a skill we had uh, in VIP, we got a couple of real estate investors. If they add a coaching skill, exponentially increase your income because it's one thing for you to invest in real estate and you got that passive income. Now, what if you put a training program together and you train other people to invest in real, uh, to be real estate investors? See what I'm saying? Now you just create a whole nother stream of income because you developed a skill, coaching skill. So I'm coaching inside my organization. And there was a group of pastors I was mentoring. So I was coaching some of them. That was it. And literally, I'm wrestling with, okay, I feel called to do some stuff in the marketplace. Watch this. But in my head, you can't, you can't do, you can't do that and do what you're doing. Did, do y'all literally see God had to send the word because I was talking myself out of what I was supposed to be doing? And I don't believe I'm the only one. I believe you are watching this tonight and it is not an accident. You are watching this tonight because in your own head, you've been talking yourself out of what God is literally trying to talk you into. And I want to tell you something. I don't believe that word was just my word. I believe that word is resonating with somebody right now. And that is, it's not this or that. It's this and that. I'm going to say that again. It's not this or that. It's this and that. Are y'all following me here? If this is already just <laughs> just put some fire in that <laughs> I want you to catch this now it wasn't purpose or profit for me this or that it was purpose and profit. Just like, no, you can do both. You can do them both ethically. You can do them both dating in culture, Darius, that don't exist in the kingdom. 
Woo! Peter was a part of Jesus' inner circle and a fisherman. James, fisherman. John, fisherman. Matthew, accountant. Luke, physician. Paul made tents on the side. So y'all watch what happened. I get this prophetic word in May. Put May in the chat. Put May. So I get this prophetic word in May. Y'all know what happened in June? If you want to know what happened in June, say me. So I get this word in May. Y'all want to know what happened in June? Okay, I'm looking at the chat. Okay, there's me. Nothing. He gave me that word in May. I cried. <laughs> hey, my wife was there. I held her hand. I cried. Like, I cried. Then June come, nothing happened. July came, <laughs> nothing happened. <laughs> 2018 went, nothing happened. <laughs> 2019 went, nothing happened. <laughs> well, most of 2019 went, nothing happened. Most of, but it was close to, yeah, that was before the pandemic. So, yeah, most of 2019, nothing happened. But then in 2019, I got an epiphany. It wasn't a word. It's like, I didn't get another word. Like, I wanted another word, but just because I wanted one, that mean I needed one. And just because I think I needed one, that mean I needed one. I'm like, I got this word. Ain't nothing happened. Is this man a false prophet? Like, you know, <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> nothing happened. And then it hit me. Everything God was supposed to do, he did when he gave me the word. I want y'all to catch Catch what I'm about to say. It hit me. <clears throat> it hit me in 2019. Oh, everything he was supposed to do, he did when he gave me the word. I'm waiting on him to shift. He gave me the green light. Now, only I got to do the shifting. And the shifting isn't going to happen until I do some shifting with my gifting. Did y'all hear what I just said? It was almost like it came to me. Okay, Darius, God gave you the word that is this, not this or that, is this and that. And not only has he given you the word, watch this. He's given you gifts. So he's saying, you ain't no me to shift. When I'm, a, he says, when, when you do the shifting, when you shift with your gift. Now, Dr. Darius, what do you mean when you say shift with the gift? All right. And uh, I'm getting ready to go to my board. So y'all make sure y'all tell me if you can still hear me. There are three types of gifts. That ain't the shot, guys. Give me the. What shot? I look. Uh, <laughs> Come on. Pay attention, children. There we go. All right. Thank you. Praise God. Praise the Lord. God. <laughs> Antoinette, stop. I see you. <laughs> Nick, what is going on tonight, Nick? I think they take the notes, Nick. All right, here it is. 
There are three types of gifts that God's given you and me. Here's the first one. Spiritual gifts. Right? Spiritual gifts. So that's words of knowledge. That's words of wisdom. That's encouragement gifts. That's leadership gifts. That's help gifts. Right? So we've got spiritual gifts. So these are special abilities that are distributed to believers by the Holy Spirit that God intends to be used to build a body. You watch this. Your gifts don't work on you. So if you have prophetic ministry, that gifts for the body. Not necessarily for you. You can have gift of healing. And that's for the body, not necessarily for you. Okay, so you got spiritual gifts. I'm not going to belabor the point here. Then you've got acquired skill. What's acquired skill? It's not a spiritual gift. This is just something, a skill you had to develop most of the time out of necessity. Meaning you were placed in a situation in life. Or there was an opportunity presented to you where you had to develop a skill you did not have before that opportunity presented itself. Yes. yes. And some of you, God's about to help you right now. Some of you, I want you to catch this. Some of you don't understand why were there certain seasons, certain situations God put me in where I was working here or living here or around this and it seemed like it had nothing to do with my assignment, mm. nothing to do with my passion, nothing to do with my purpose. Okay. Sometimes God puts you in those seasons in that situation, not because he, he's going to let you stay there, but because there's a skill he wanted you to acquire hey, that you man. couldn't acquire if you weren't placed in that situation. Okay. All right. Somebody That's put good. in the chat, nothing is wasted. That's good. That's good. Nothing is wasted. I don't know why I was there. I don't know why I did this. I don't know why I did that. Some of you have acquired some skill you hadn't even acknowledged yet. And here's the here's last one. God's giving you natural ability. We call that talent. So you got spiritual gifts, acquired skill, natural ability. We call this talent. You're just born with it. Now this right here is primarily, not exclusively, but it's primarily for the body. Secondarily, for the world. Because if you got prophetic gifting, you can use prophetic gifting on people that aren't Christian. Jesus did, woman at the well. If you got healing ministry, you can, you can, people can be healed that aren't Christian. Jesus healed. He didn't heal people without faith, but so this is primarily for the body, secondarily for the world. Purpose. If you follow me so far, put yes in the chat. Are y'all ready to be challenged? I told you I'm getting spicy today, so I want you to, it's just spicy all night, so I just want you to, I want you to be ready. Okay. All right. So 
if my now I'm not saying my natural ability can't be used to build a body, but it's not always used to build a body. So what do I mean? Uh, the spiritual gift of teaching is the ability to have one. God gives you unique spiritual insights, but then he gives you the ability to articulate and explain those insights in a way that it makes it transferable and easier to comprehend for the listener. But somebody can have a natural ability to teach. That don't mean they can teach the Bible. So they can be a good school teacher and a bad Sunday school teacher. Because understanding a math problem is not the same as being able to open, open up a, a document like the Bible, 40 different authors over 1,500 different years, three different languages, and be able to explain that. That takes a spiritual gift. A person can have a natural talent to sing. That doesn't mean you want them leading worship. It doesn't mean they can lead people into the presence of, of God. So sometimes people confuse these nat natural ability with spiritual gifts. All right. So if, and I'm not saying you can't use your natural ability to, to serve the body, but at times you can. But generally speaking, we know the spiritual gifts. So here's my question. What you doing with the rest of these? Y'all not, I don't hear, I don't hear anybody talking back to me in this church. You got all this, what you doing with that? Whoa. You got all this, what you doing with that? Some of this, you can't even use to serve the body. <laughs> some of these skills, you may be able to use to serve the body, but some of these skills, you can't even use to serve the body. What you doing with them? I'm gonna go back to my seat. All right, so let me ask y'all something. I want you to do something now. This is now this is what uh, action takers are move makers. So the average person is not gonna do this. But uh, for those of you that are that are really serious and not curious about purpose and property unit, I want you to I want you to start right now. Start putting in the chat. Give me at least three things you feel like you're good at. Come on, you know what some of your talent is, your natural ability. You know what some of that is. Some people saying thinking, some people saying speaking, some saying encouraging, some saying consulting. Come on, just just you know, just write some stuff that you're good at. Three to five. It's some acquired skill. It's some stuff you just learn how to do. Some of you can fix stuff. Like just you, you you just know how to fix stuff. You know how to solve problems. You know how to encourage people. You know how to. Uh, acquire skill. You know how to invest. You know how to find a property that's worth investing in and investing in. That's that. That's an acquired skill. I, w I don't want you to think spiritual. I want you to think just stuff you know how to do. Because <clears throat> some people go so spiritual. I just know how to inspire people. That's important if you can do that. But some of you know I know how to fix stuff. I know how to build the site. I don't like to speak, but I know how to write for people. I like to write. Well, I don't like to write. I like to speak. All right. So here's my question. I see they still coming in. Here's my question for you. It's about to get a little spicy. Out of all the stuff you wrote down, how many of them are you monetizing?
Because if they're not primarily being used to serve the body, what you doing with them? <laughs> Somebody just put some peppers in the chat. I'm going to drink some water. I'm going to give y'all a minute. So if the spiritual gifts that he gave you are primarily for the body, now I'm not saying your acquired skill and natural ability can't be used to serve the body, but I'm saying generally speaking, what is going to be used most to serve the body is your spiritual gifts and your natural ability and acquired skill may or may not, but your spiritual gifts guaranteed will serve the body. So here's my question. So if he gave the spiritual gifts for the body, who to acquire skill and natural ability for? For you. That's for your family. The spiritual gifts are for his family. The acquired skill and natural ability are for yours. Are y'all, are y'all? <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> What else you supposed to do with them? Waste them? Just, just use them on the job? I'm not saying you shouldn't use them on the job, but just use them on the job? All that talent, just for nine to five. You got all of this experience, all these skills, that you only supposed to use for some of you at a place you don't even like going. <laughs> I'm gonna have to turn this zoom off. Y'all face is killing me. Let me look at this chat in general. <laughs> Are y'all, no, 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 let's be honest now. So you mean to tell me God has given you all of these gifts. Come on, brother Gladney, come on, Anthony Miller. Andy Miller, you mean to tell me God has given you all these gifts. He's taking you through these experiences where you were under pressure, where you were placed in seasons and situations. You didn't even know why you were there and you saw some things, you learned some things. And you mean to tell me God put you through all of that just so you could use that at a place where people don't even appreciate it. That does not make logical sense. We're not even going to say that's not theological. That's not even logical. I feel bad for people who missing tonight. Everybody all right? If you're not okay, put, I'm not okay. I am not okay. Come on, guys. Come on now. I should have proved my point by now. We know spiritual gifts are for the body. Acquired skill may or may not be utilized. A lot of people in ministry have degrees that have nothing to do with ministry. 
but they got skill. You mean God just want them to waste it? And some of you need to see the importance of this because you're not even bringing all of your, because some of you are already in business or you're launching or you're starting or you, and you're not even bringing all these skills to your business. All these skills, everybody put, uh, put skills equals streams. Put that, please. Skills equal streams. Some people think I got to start five businesses when all you got to do is take the skills that you have and utilize those skills and create different arms and tentacles of the business that you already have. And you're able to reach and serve more people with those tentacles. And you're also able to create more streams inside of what you're already doing. Does that make sense? I'm thinking of I'm thinking of a guy. Uh, I'm thinking of a guy now, who he's a he's a young brother. He's a tailor, and he tailors a lot of the professional athletes and stuff like that. So he's got the ability to do his tailoring thing, but watch what he's also doing. He's also talking about fashion now. Ah. What did he just create? Another stream. Are y'all catching this, guys? He created, it's like, he can just, he can just keep trying to find more people to make suits for. Do you really think that? If he didn't want you to, it, it's wasteful for him to give it, for you to do nothing with it. Like he wouldn't give it if he didn't want you to do anything with it. So here's the issue. You got to shift what some of you are doing with your gifts. Because <laughs> some of us have them and we're not doing anything with them. I'm gonna give y'all a minute. I don't know if y'all sad or, or you reflecting or, or what. <laughs> Your gifts are the way you deliver what you know. What you know is an answer to a problem somebody has. 
some of you don't see the value in what you know because you think everybody know it. Mm, okay. It is so common to you that you think it's common. Okay, gotcha. Gotcha. It's not common. Somebody put in the chat, it's not common. Well, everybody teaching this, not like you. Yeah, yeah, I got it. Well, everybody got a course, not like yours. Well, everybody trying to speak, not, not like you. You think what you know is common. Or here's another limiting belief some of you are wrestling with. You think you don't know enough to help anybody else. That's what you think. You think you don't know enough. All you have to do to help some people is to be one step ahead of them because they don't know how to take that next step. And some of you are looking at people who might be three steps ahead of you saying you can't help them and you're not supposed to. You're supposed to help the people that are one step, two steps, three steps behind you. And it's a bunch of them. And some of you don't even understand how abundant that market is because everybody ignoring them. Everybody's swinging for the fences. Everybody feel like they got, they have to go after the big fish. When they don't realize the majority of fish aren't big fish. Dr. Darius, it's not a, it's not a, it's not a lot of people in my, it's enough, it's enough of them for you to be straight. It's not a lot of people interested in what I'm, it's enough of them for you to be a-okay and for you and your family to be a-okay. You don't need everybody. This is what I just told VIP earlier. Yes. G God is so sovereign. Mom. He's arranged and. that certain people have been conditioned to only respond to your voice. Whoa. Jesus said, my sheep know my voice another one they will not follow wow some people are just your people and i don't care who market to them wow. i don't care who yes. get in front of them Key. i don't care who says what to them when god has assigned them to you teaching only your voice resonates with them only your word speaks to them was told but your sheep can't find you. if you're not raising your voice mm. So there's something you know, and you got gifts that you can be using to deliver that to people. Changing their life. How dare you sit on this gift and somebody need it? I would be wrong if I didn't use my gift. If I didn't use what I knew to help people, I would be wrong. If anything I've ever written, said, preached, 
coach, if anything I've ever done has helped you in any way, just put me in the chat. Put me, put me. If anything I've ever done in any has helped add value, and I know some of you knew and you just getting to know me, so you don't have to lie. But for those of you, if 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 it, if anything, okay. Think about what you would have missed if I wouldn't have raised my voice. And everything I've done, I didn't know I could do. Everything that you say that I have done in any way that's added any value to your life, when I first started it, I was insecure about it. I have right now a habit of over-preparing messages. Just, I always have more message than I do time. But that was birth, I'm very aware, that's, that's birth out of, in part, a love for God's people. But it started when I first preached, first started preaching. I had a tendency to over-prepare because I never wanted to get up and not have nothing to say. So if my preaching has blessed you, I needed you to know I started very insecure. Scared, nervous, wouldn't eat before I spoke. Barely sleeping, couldn't relax until after it was over. I started the church, I didn't know if I could do that. Wrote books, I didn't know if I could do that. Started business, didn't know if I could do that. Ran programs, didn't know if I could do that. Created courses, didn't know if people were gonna show, show up. Did master classes, didn't know if they were gonna show up. Offer courses, didn't know if they were gonna get it. Then when it happened one time, I would wonder, is it a fluke? So when I did it again, wonder if they're gonna show up again. You think the hesitancy and the apprehension that you feel is abnormal. And that's why you hadn't stepped out. You think it's abnormal. It's normal. Jeez. What you need is courage. Yes, Lord. Courage is not the absence of fear. Courage is the willingness to do it in spite of fear. Somebody put it in the chat, do it scared. Do it scared. I preached scared. I wrote scared. I started businesses scared. I created courses scared. I did podcasting scared. I did keynoting outside the church scared. And this is what's amazing. You have the benefit of something that I didn't get the benefit of until way later. And that is a coach and a community and content. Now remember guys, remember, I told you most people are gonna hear this and not do anything with it. But it's time to shift. Can I give you real quick and I'm done. Can I give you three enemies you gotta overcome if you're gonna shift with your gift? Jesus, three enemies. Not the, the, one. These are three, three enemies you're going to have to overcome. Not one. He said three. Jesus. <laughs>
My Lord. Number one, you got to overcome the enemy of procrastination. Yes, Lord. Let's be honest. For some Ouch. of you, that's been a stronghold. Yep. Deliverance, Lord. Some of you, if you had started. Now, some of you are in great positions. You're, you're entrepreneurs. You're at a job you're supposed to be at. Like some of you, but some of you, you know, you somewhere you hate. And if you hadn't procrastinated, you could have been out of there now. Come on now. Ooh, With all these Jesus. gifts you got, you could have been out of there by yes, now. Yes, yes, yes. Procrastination. Watch this. Procrastinators make assumptions about God's timing. Whoa. Ooh, Jesus. They, they make assumptions that the window is going to be open always. That the door is going to be open always. My Lord. That the time is going to be right always. That the opportunity is going to present itself always. When I look at my life, there's a series of events that were directly connected to God's timing. Okay. And if I miss one of those dominoes, a whole lot of things do not happen. Whoa. If I did not immediately make the decision to go to seminary after, right after college, right? And I was going back and forth. If I would have just said, I'm going to take a year off, I'm going to do... We, I wouldn't even be sitting here right now. Mm. And so procrastination makes assumptions about God's timing. A procrastinator doesn't understand the cycle of seasons. It doesn't see when, when it, it, it's, it's, it, you assume that every, that every season come back around. Now God may choose to do that. But he's not obligated to do it. He's not even obligated to do it once. Jesus. God is not obligated to resend the cycles of seasons. Lord. But somebody in the chat put, do it now. Do it now. Well, I'm going I'm to I'm start next. I'm going to wait nope. till next year uh -uh. and start. No, do it no, now. Now, now. I'm going to wait till the new year and start. Do it now. I'm gonna wait till the program come back around again. When Purpose and Profit Academy, when it come back around again, I'm gonna do it. Nope. How do we know it's coming back around again? Ooh, Jesus, ouch. How do you know there's not anything strategically connected to timing to you doing this now? And if you're gonna shift in your gifting, you gotta overcome the enemy of procrastination. Number two, you gotta overcome the enemy of pacification. Y'all know what that is? The need to pacify others. Lord, have mercy. Some of you are not progressing because you're pacifying people who don't want to move. Whoa. Oh, Jesus. If you're going to advance, you got to free yourself from the need to have understanding from other people. Some people don't even understand why you're in this challenge. It's so weird that we've become in our culture so accustomed to mediocrity that mediocrity is deemed normal. So when someone makes decisions to stop meandering in the maze of mediocrity and to actually uh, escalate up to, to, to an elevation of excellence, then it's like the people who are, who are stuck in mediocrity say things to you like it's something wrong with you. Ooh, Jesus. You getting in these programs. So I'm, I'm wrong for investing in me. I'm weird for investing in me. But you're not weird for not. <laughs> I 
What? So, so I'm weird. I'm weird for making an investment into something that's going to help me in my purpose. It's going to help me with fulfillment. It's going to help me financially. But you're not weird because you spent that Hi. on a watch. Please go to. You spent it on a bracelet. You spent it on somebody you don't even date no more. But I'm weird. Minus 3,095. You spent Two. it on somebody who's dating it, didn't even respect Com you. But I'm weird because I'm in a challenge. Contact F. Pacification. It's okay to want to please people. I think that's human. But it's a difference between wanting to please people and having to. A lot of us, most of us want to. The problem comes when you have to. Somebody put in a chat, it's go time. It's go time. I can't, I mean, I can't keep pacifying us. It's go time. It's go time. I want you to understand, but I gotta move if you don't. Who is the story I wanna tell y'all so bad, but I, it, it just, I, I probably just need to keep this one to myself. <laughs> But there are times in the past when I've been like hanging out with people, friends, and you know, I'd be hanging out with them. We could be on vacation, but I'm invested in myself. You know what I'm saying? So it's like if we, if we have a long car ride somewhere, you know, I'm gonna talk, of course I'm gonna talk to people or whatever, but then um, <clears throat> at some point, yeah, I'm just, I'm not gonna talk about nothing. I, I, I'm, I'm not gonna spend all my time talking about nothing now. So I'll be watching courses that I, and people sometimes will always have, you know, something to say, ah, oh, you, you not here, you, why you got your course out? Why you got? Now the same people that were saying that years ago are some of the same ones saying, help me please. I would have stayed stuck if I would have pacified that. Why do I gotta adjust? to show I love you. Why can't you adjust? All right, number three, somebody put some peppers because this is, this is, this is, <laughs> I don't peppers. know if y'all. <laughs> <laughs> number one, procrastination. Number two, pacification. I'm out of here. Number three, passivity. That's the third enemy of the shift. Passive, just not having the confidence to take a first step. Passive too easily intimidated by obstacles. Passive. You overanalyzing steps. Take the next step. Somebody put in the chat, take the step. Take the step. Listen guys, you'll never get comfortable swimming in water, standing outside the pool. At some point, you gotta jump in there. I don't care how many books you read about water, how many YouTube videos you watch about what techniques. <laughs> At some point, if you're going to get comfortable in the water, you're going, you got to jump in. You will never get comfortable outside the pool. 
and some of you are waiting to get more comfortable to do it. And the only way you get more comfortable is by doing it. Come on, Nike, just do it. That's the only way you're going to get more comfortable. I need to get more comfortable speaking. Well, you got to speak. And so, I mean, you can't turn down opportunities when people give you a chance to speak. Whoa. Okay, I got that. I want to get better at writing. Well, you got to write. I want to get better at course creating. Well, you got to be willing to create some and it not sell. So you can learn your lesson. My first one didn't even sell 10. My first one didn't sell 10. But you don't get comfortable until you do it. And many of us are standing outside the pool just hoping. You just wait, you just wait, like, I'm gonna feel comfortable on it. No, you're not. And I came today as your, you gave me permission to be your coach just the last night. So I'm out of here after this, but listen to me. I came today to push you in. That's what I came today to push you in, to tell you that you're not gonna get better until you do it. You're not gonna get more comfortable until you do it. It's not gonna work until you work it. So listen, go ahead and get the failure out of, the, out of your system. You're trying to calculate everything from outside the pool. You can't even make adjustments outside the pool. You gotta get in the pool to know what adjustments you need to make. And so, so that, that passivity has you so afraid of failure because you attach whether or not you are a failure to something that failed. But you gotta, there's gotta be a shift in what you're gifted. And this is what I don't want you to do because this is what the average person's gonna do. They're gonna let procrastination, pacification, or passivity stop them from taking the next step. But you don't have to, because I think all of us struggle with that to a degree. Maybe not to the same degree, but I think everybody on this challenge right now struggle a little bit with procrastination or struggle a little bit with pacification or struggle a little bit with passivity. And this is what I'm telling you. You can't overcome those obstacles in isolation. If you want to try to figure it out on your own, go ahead. Let me know how that works out for you. Because the truth of the matter is most of us have tried to fix this already. If you honest, you tried to fix procrastination already. If you honest, you tried to do something about pacification already. If you honest, you know you're a little timid and passive. You tried to do something about it already. You can't do it in isolation. You need a coach. It, you know, Nick, Nick, you know what's weird, Nick? Is people want me to teach them what I do without teaching them what I do. Whoa. <laughs> you teach me how to do it without a coach. I don't know how. <laughs> that's how I do it because I got some you can't overcome this without a coach without a community without some additional spiritual family members that are rooting for you that want the same thing you want without content without you getting the right, what you getting the right information so that you don't have to learn everything the hard way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If people have made mistakes for you, why would you want to make them 
Why would you want to make those? You need Jesus. to make some new ones. Don't make those that other people have already made. I'm going to figure this out on myself. You know, you don't have to. Yes. LOL. It always costs more not to know than to know. Girl. And this. thinking I can overcome these enemies by myself. Phone. Is naivety is at best. At best, a person talking. naive. At worst, How? they pull a pride. This. Kane. And if a person's full of pride, I got a prophecy. It's in the word. Pride comes before fall. You need a coach. You need a community. You need the right content, the right strategy. You need the right place. You need the right information. And that's why we created Purpose and Profit Academy. That is the reason we created it. An eight-week training program designed to help you accelerate your purpose and your profits. Literally, I'm going to take eight weeks, my team and I, not just me, my team and I, you don't go as far as your dream, you go as far as your team. And my team and I literally are going to train okay. I'm, on purpose I'm. and profit. First of all, you got to get a purpose clarity clinic because some of you are shifting and you got to get clear on your shift. You, 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 you. I got to get you in purpose because that's what God's going to prosper. See, we can sow the seeds, we can till the ground, but God got to make it rain. He got to bless that thing. I don't care what you launch. He got to bless it. He got to breathe on it. He got to make it rain. So you need to be in purpose. So he give. so he got a reason to bless it. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? I said, you need to be in purpose. So you got him a reason to bless it. He still got to move on people's hearts. He still got to, he still got to, uh, make it rain. So there's a purpose clarity clinic. Then we're going to walk you through purpose and profit through podcasting, through books, how to do webinars, master classes, and keynotes, how to develop your brand. Cause some people don't even know the skills you got. You haven't branded yourself yes. that way through courses, through coaching, through speaking. There's weekly training videos, literally that are on demand drop every Monday on demand. And then on Thursday nights, there's a weekly implementation coaching where we literally put you in smaller groups, well, big groups first, and then smaller groups, and we coach you into implementation. So it's one thing to get training on how to do books. And I'm literally, in my training on books, I'm going to teach you 10 ways, 10 ways, 10. <laughs> everything we teach is something we win at. Amen. I'm not teaching. I'm not, I'm, everything we're teaching is something our company, we do, that we've been massively successful at. Some people are just successful about talking about stuff they don't do. What we're teaching is what we do. We're going to show people 10 ways that they can make income from one book. 10. No publishing deal. 10 ways, 10 different ways. And so they'll get the. When you get that training, you're still going to have questions. We've got to coach you in the implementation. You get access to a community, a private Facebook group, not for the challenge, but for the community so that you so that you you got like minded people so that you can partner with each other. Bonus cheat sheets and ebooks and learning guides and an exclusive invitation to Thrive 22, which is a live event I'm doing only for people that are in my programs, November 4th and 5th 
in Atlanta, Georgia. Guys, Purpose and Profit, on, uh, they're about to put the website back up on the screen, purposeandprofit.live. The cart closes for this Friday, not Saturday. It sure is. More than that. More than 10,000. Um, You're right. So, grateful to all of you. Um, to those of you that are being Purpose and Profit Academy, I'll see you there. To those of you that won't, it's just fine. We'll see you at the next you. challenge, maybe next year sometime, or I'll see you at Thrive, or I'll see you at whatever else we got going on, man. But I want you to make a decision. You're not going to sit on these gifts any longer. The world needs you. And my, I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm trying to put, I'm trying to push as many people out there as I can. And so whether you're in VIP or general, God's got a plan for you. He's going to help you. He wants to use you to be a blessing to others. But he said to Abraham, he said, I'm going to bless you so that you can be a blessing. So you can't be a blessing to others without him blessing you. I just pray that over you. I believe this for you. And it's been my privilege to serve you. I, capital L-O-V-E, love doing this. If you love learning, I love teaching. <laughs> we'll do it again. All right, guys. I'm allergic to average. I'll see you next time. Take care. We love you.